Welcome to Magical Storybook, a collection of children's stories from around the world. The Charmed Ring Once upon a time, a merchant gave his son 300 rupees and told him to go to another country and try his luck trading. The son took the money and went on his way. He had not gone far when he came across some herdsmen quarrelling over a dog that had worried their sheep. Some of them wished to kill the dog, but others did not. Please do not harm the dog, pleaded the young and tender-hearted fellow. I will give you 100 rupees for it. Well, the bargain was made and the fellow took the dog and continued on his journey. Later on, he saw some people fighting over a cat. Some of them wanted to kill it, but others did not. Oh, please do not harm it, he said. I'll give you 100 rupees for it. Of course, they gave him the cat at once and walked away, counting the money. The fellow went on until he reached a village where some folk were quarrelling over a snake that had just been caught. Some of them wished to kill it, but others did not. Please do not harm the snake, he pleaded. I'll give you 100 rupees for it. And once more, the delighted people agreed and handed the snake to the boy. But the fellow had now given away all his money and had no choice but to return home to his father. You fool! exclaimed his father, hearing how his son had wasted all the money that had just been given to him. Go and live in the stables and think about your stupidity. You shall never enter my house again. So the young man went and lived in the stables, sleeping each night on the grass that had been spread out for the cattle. His companions, the dog, the cat and the snake, became very fond of him and would follow him about during the day and sleep beside him at night, the cat at his feet, the dog at his head and the snake over his body with its head hanging on one side and its tail on the other. One day the snake said to the man, I am the son of Raja Indrasha. One day when I came above the ground to breathe the air, some people seized me and would have killed me had you not most fortunately come to my rescue. I do not know how I'll ever be able to repay you for your great kindness to me. I wish that you knew my father, how glad he would be to see his son's saviour. Where does he live? asked the young man. I should very much like to meet him. Well, replied the snake, do you see that mountain in the distance? At the bottom of it is a sacred spring. If you will come with me and dive into the spring, we shall both reach my father's country. Oh, how glad he will be to see you. He will wish to reward you too. If he asks you what you would like, you would do well to reply. The ring on your right hand and the famous pot and spoon which you possess. With these in your possession, you would never want for anything again. For the ring has such power that a man has only to speak to it and immediately a beautiful furnished mansion will be his. And the pot and the spoon will supply him with all manner of rare and delicious foods. 
So joined by his three companions, the man walked to the sacred well and prepared to jump in, just as the snake had directed him to. Oh, master, exclaimed the cat and dog when they saw what he was going to do. What shall we do? Where shall we go? Wait for me here, he replied. I'm not going far and I shall not be away for long. Then he dived into the water and disappeared from sight. Now what shall we do? said the dog to the cat. We must remain here, replied the cat, as our master ordered. Do not be anxious about food. I will go to the people's houses and get plenty of food for both of us. And this way they both lived very comfortably, waiting for the master to return. On the other side of the well, the young man and the snake reached their destination safely, and news of their arrival soon reached the Raja. His Highness commanded that his son and the stranger appear before him. The Raja embraced his son and welcomed the merchant's son to his lands. He stayed with them for a few days and was granted the Raja's right-hand ring and the pot and spoon as a reward for saving his son. After thanking the Raja, the man returned home. On the other side of the spring, he found his friends, the dog and the cat, waiting for him. They were all so glad to see each other and shared stories of what had happened to them since their parting. When they had finished talking, they walked to the riverside where they decided to try the powers of the charmed ring and the pot and spoon. The man spoke to the ring and immediately a beautiful house appeared. Outside it stood a lovely princess. He then spoke to the pot and spoon and without delay, the most delicious food dishes were laid in front of them. After some time, the merchant's son and the princess fell in love and married. They lived very happily for several years, until one morning when the princess gathered the loose hairs from her hairbrush and put them into a hollow bit of reed and threw them into the river that flowed under the window. The reed was carried on the water for many miles through many countries until it was at last picked up by a prince who opened it with curiosity and found the princess's hair. The hair was so beautiful that the prince dashed back to the palace, locked himself up in his room and would not leave it. He had fallen desperately in love with the lady whose hair it was and refused to eat, drink, sleep or even move until he met her. His father, the king, was so distressed, fearing that his son would die, he went to seek the advice of his aunt, who was an ogre. The old woman agreed to help the king and told him not to be worried, as she would ensure that the owner of the hair would marry the prince. As soon as the king had left, the ogre turned herself into a bee and went in search of the lady. Her keen sense of smell soon brought her to the princess's door, where the ogre changed her appearance to that of an old lady, leaning on a stick to support herself. And when the princess stood in front of her, the old woman said, I am your aunt. The princess looked confused, so the woman continued, You have not met me before, because I left the country just after your birth. Then she embraced and kissed the young girl. Completely fooled, the princess returned the old woman's embrace 
and invited her to stay in the house as long as she wanted. I shall soon accomplish my task, thought the woman to herself. When she had been in the house for three days, the princess began to talk of the charmed ring and the old woman said that she should keep it in the house when her husband went out on expeditions, just in case he lost it. So the princess asked her husband for the ring and he readily gave it to her. The king's ogre aunt waited another day before asking to see it. Having no suspicions at all about the lady, the princess handed over the ring and the old woman grabbed it before immediately turning into a bee and flying away with it. When she reached the palace, the ogre found the prince lying close to death. Rise up, she said to him. Be glad and mourn no more, for the woman that you love will appear as soon as you summon her. Then she handed him the ring. This charm will bring her before you, she whispered. The prince was overjoyed when he heard her words and he immediately spoke to the ring. All at once the house and the princess appeared in the middle of the palace garden. He wasted no time speaking of his love for her and begging her to marry him. Afraid and seeing no escape from her situation, the princess agreed on one condition that he would wait one month for her. Meanwhile, the merchant's son had returned from hunting and was terribly upset to find his wife and home gone. There was just an empty piece of grass by the river where his house had stood that morning. He sat down in tears and before long the cat and dog came running over. They had run away and hidden when they saw the house vanishing in front of them. Oh, master, they said. Your grief is great, but it can be remedied. Give us one month and we will bring back your wife and house. The young man nodded and the cat and dog began to run. They didn't stop until they reached the palace where their mistress and the house had been taken. We may have some difficulty here, said the cat. Look, the king has taken our master's wife and house for himself. You stay here, I'll go into the house and try to see her. So the dog sat down while the cat climbed into the window of the room where the princess was sitting. The princess was pleased to see her companion and told her of all that had happened to her. How do I escape? she asked. If you can tell me where the charmed ring is, said the cat, I will help you. The ring is in the stomach of the ogre, said the princess. All right, said the cat. I will recover it, and when I do, everything will once again be ours. Then the cat climbed back down the wall of the house and laid down by a rat's hole, pretending that she was dead. Now it happened by great chance that a wedding was going on inside the rat hole. The eldest son of the king of the rats was about to be married, and all the rats in the neighbourhood had been invited. The cat had got to know of this and had at once thought up the idea of pouncing on the bridegroom and holding him captive until he called for help. This happened just as the cat had planned and as soon as the rat squealed for help, hundreds of its friends and relatives came pouring out of the holes to help him. Oh, let me go! Let me go! cried the terrified rat. Oh, let him go! 
squealed all the company. It is his wedding day. No, no, replied the cat. Not unless you do something for me. Listen. The ogre who lives in this house with the prince and his wife has swallowed a ring, which I very much want. If you fetch it for me, I will release your friend unharmed. If you do not, then your prince will die under my foot. Very well, we agree, they all said. And so at midnight, when the ogre was sound asleep, one of the rats went to her bedchamber, climbed onto her face and put its tail into her throat, whereupon the ogre began to cough and the ring came flying out of her throat and rolled onto the floor. The rat immediately picked it up and carried it back to the cat. The cat released the rat prince and returned to her master to tell him the good news. How pleased he will be, they thought, running as fast as their legs would carry them. He need only speak to it and the house and the princess will be returned to him. Now on the way back, they had to cross a stream. The dog swam while the cat sat on its back, but halfway across, they began to quarrel. I want to hold the ring, said the dog, threatening to throw the cat into the water if she did not hand it over. But when the cat did so, the dog dropped it and it fell into the stream, where a fish swallowed it and swam away. Oh, what shall I do? What shall I do? said the dog. What is done is done, replied the cat. We must try to recover it. I have a plan. Go and bring me the carcass of a lamb. The dog ran off and soon returned with the lamb. The cat hid inside the wool and lay down, telling the dog to hide nearby and to keep quiet. Soon after, a large bird swooped down and landed on the fleece. The cat sprung out and jumped on the bird. After telling the bird the story of the lost ring, the cat said, If you do not find it and bring it to me, I will kill you. The bird immediately flew off to the king of the fishes and demanded that it find the ring or else be eaten. Not wishing to be eaten by the bird, the king of the fishes found the ring and the next day it was returned to the cat. Come along now, I've got the ring, said the cat to the dog. But the dog had grown jealous of the cat's importance and refused to move. Who said that she should get to carry the ring? No, I will not, he said to the cat, unless you let me carry the ring. I can carry it just as well as you can. Let me have it. So in order to get the dog to move, the cat was forced to give up the ring for a second time. But the careless dog dropped it again, and this time it was picked up and carried off by a large kite bird. See, see, there it goes, carried off to that big tree, yelled the cat. Oh, what have I done, cried the dog. You foolish thing, I knew that you could not be trusted, spat the cat. But stop your barking or you will frighten the bird away. They waited until it was dark and then the cat silently climbed the tree and recovered the ring. Come on, it whispered to the dog when it reached the ground. We have been much delayed. Our master will die of grief 
if we do not return home soon. The dog was thoroughly ashamed of himself and begged the cat's pardon for all the trouble he had caused. And he did not ask to carry the ring a third time. They eventually reached their master and gave him the ring. And in that moment, the young man's sorrow turned to pure joy. He spoke to the ring, and in a second his beautiful wife and their house reappeared before his eyes. They were overjoyed to be reunited once more, and they lived out the rest of their days very happily.